Welcome to Adapt Energy, a Pantech design podcast. As the world pivots to new forms of energy, now more than ever, it is critical that we explore new ideas and automated technologies to adapt to a changing energy market. On Adapt Energy, you will learn about these technologies and trends straight from the leading experts in the industry as we seek to answer a simple question. What is energy automation and why does it matter to you? Hello and welcome to Adapt Energy, a podcast from the home energy automation experts at Pantech Design. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the show. Now, today we're discussing the details of the process that the experts at Pantech undertook to design the Adapt Energy hardware and some of the features that uh, make up this product as well. And so we're going to get all into the nitty gritty of how this product came about and uh, all of the care and expertise that went into it. And so today I'm joined by Troy Morgan as always the CEO of Pantech Design. Troy, thanks so much for joining me, man. Absolutely. My pleasure. I'm excited about this one. This is it's going to be fun to dig into. Yeah, I'm excited about this as well. And we're going to do some digging here in just a minute. But we're also joined today by Alex Teague. He's the COO of Pantech Design. Alex, thanks for being here. Hey, great to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Troy, let's start off the digging into the details here uh, just by giving us a, a rundown of what the Adapt Energy hardware does. So kind of give us an idea of what the entire system, when it's all working together, uh, accomplishes. Uh, it does quite a few things, but uh, it, at, its, at its basic form, it's designed to uh, load, shed, shape, and shift for you. So loads meaning a washer, a dryer, a hot water heater, a pool pump, these types of things. We have the ability with Adapt Energy to sort of control those at the breaker level uh, to be on and off depending on different circumstances. Um, one of those circumstances might be a grid loss. Um, another one might be when you have severe weather in the area, which is going to create a higher probability of having a grid loss. So these things sort of all put together uh, allow us to control the, the energy use of some of these heavier loads. Um, under different circumstances. So Alex, can you start off just by uh, maybe describing the process of designing and developing the Adapt Energy hardware? So knowing that that is, is the end goal, how did you go about developing this system? Well, we really started with the end in mind. Knowing that we had to shape shift and shed load, uh, we looked at the best way to do that. And we had a pretty short time frame for bringing this to market. So uh, we looked at the Schneider breakers that we use and figured out how we can build a hardware and software solution around that that was reliable. And that's really how it all came about. Troy, is there anything you want to add on to just the the process, I suppose, uh, of coming up with the designs and, and what it was going to be like in its final form? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We had we had a lot of options, right? We, mm -hmm. we didn't look at this and go, there's only one way to skin this cat. But we did look at it from the standpoint of there's only one result we're looking for. And, and that result is is reliability. Both Alex and I and, and our whole team have been on the receiving end of phone calls from high wealthy client people and you know stuff at, at like one in the morning on a Sunday because they can't watch one of their twenty four televisions. And <laughs> it, it as you as you joke, well, they should be able to watch that television. It doesn't matter that they can watch one of the other twenty three. And so we get it when it comes to reliability being key. And the choices that we made, even though we could have gone all kinds of different directions, all are focused on the ultimate in reliability. You know, we could have done a board level design, meaning we could have had a custom 
sort of circuit board built with all the goodies and gizmos on it, relays and power supply all built in all in one, and probably even done it a lot cheaper, uh, but the results would not have been as good. Right? We chose a component level design, and this is all really Alex is doing because he looked at this stuff extensively and figured out that in the end, the best way to do this is to control a dumb breaker, if you will, a, a, a breaker, but a breaker that has you exactly. know basic voltage level control. Yeah, and we, we do that by using a wired solution. And that to us is a lot more reliable because it reduces a lot of the failure points. And by failure points, I don't just mean like a wireless type of thing. It's also during the installation. So if you have any hiccups during the install, your solution isn't going to be reliable. We try to make it as bulletproof from that standpoint as possible as well, so that when the guys go to install it, they don't make any mistakes and have to come back later to, to fix anything. So we took that into account as well when we were designing it. And I'm guessing then that the components that you utilize indicate that that priority on reliability as well, right? Absolutely. They're all industrial grade components. And you know, there's a cost associated with that, but we were willing to, to add that extra cost to have that reliability. And, you know, the solution that we have, it's made to last probably a lot longer than any of the other components in the, the whole environment. When, you know, our system will probably still even work after the batteries uh, no longer hold a sufficient charge. I mean, these are these are components that are made to last. Yeah, I can actually add to that and say that we have close to, we're getting close to 100 systems out there, and uh, we have not had one single component failure. Wow. Not one. Now, we know that's probably going to change. It is electronics. There, there It is, you know, th there's going to be a problem sometime, but to be in the position that we are today, having that many systems out there and not having one single component failure speaks to the choices that, that that Alex made during the design and and the components that we chose. And these components, these are these are industrial level uh, automation components that you find in in all kinds of different places. But one sort of comes to mind in, uh, you know, when they're building cars and you see these big giant arms like grabbing a door and, you know, the hood and all this kind of stuff. It's it's those types of, of things that the components that we chose are, are controlling. And mm -hmm. when you look at the safety aspects, not only, you know, making sure that that, that is working, but, but the safety aspects of it are huge when you, when you start involving that level of devices, right? So big, important thing to us for sure. Now, can you, can you maybe detail how much testing and, you know, what, what kind of paces do you put? Uh, did you put the system through before uh, you began installing it? Uh, you know, just give me a little bit of, uh, of detail on that testing process. We went through quite a few phases of product uh, testing. So, you know, we would bring in uh, and mock up some products that we thought were suitable and we would, uh, we would beat on them. I mean, we put these things through all kinds of tests. We would short them out. We would we would intentionally try to break these things. And you know, one of the first uh, test installs that we did, the homeowner, who was also uh, somebody that we worked with, an industry friend, <laughs> during the install, he somehow unplugged one of the, the cable uh, connectors, plugged it in backwards, and shorted out the entire ADAPT Energy system for, uh, I'd say, an hour, hour and a half, 
And that's when I really realized how uh, sturdy the system is because we had this system shorted for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And once we fixed the issue, it came right back up, uh, worked without without a hitch, and it's still working today. And this was years ago. Wow, that's a, that's incredible. So I'm guessing with with all of this said, you know, and the importance that you're placing on reliability, that that really speaks to why you wanted to keep everything in Texas. The panels are assembled and tested in Texas, you know, all in house, um, and you're doing all of these things uh, because I'm, I'm I'm assuming that there's a level of quality control that you want to maintain when we're talking about something as critical as you know home automation. Yeah, there sure is. I mean, we have a sort of a the buck stops here approach because we know that it's important that before something ships that it's it's rock solid it's and it's great. And we have a manufacturing facility that that builds all the panels and they do all of their own testing for us. And um, they have a test rig that we've built and sort of have a, a process for that. But the the thing that I like about what we do is once they've done their testing, they get shipped directly to Alex. And then Alex will bench test them as well. And so it's sort of a double QC, uh, but the last QC that occurs is physically the person who designed and engineered it is the one also testing it to make sure that before it gets shipped, it is 100% perfect. You know, we're a small company. We're not, we're not a huge outfit. We, I'm sure we'll grow. And as we grow, that may change a little bit, but we want to try to maintain that as long as possible. Alex, is there anything else you, you want to mention when it comes to uh, just the quality check and quality control of these products, especially with just the focus on reliability that we've had uh, here on the podcast so far? I personally test every single one of these systems before they go out the door, not just the hardware. Uh, I test every single breaker connection. I test the software. So I mock these systems up completely Mm -hmm. as if they were installed. And I test every aspect of them. I have a a complete checklist that we go through on top of the the testing that's done prior uh, to even hitting my, my test bench. So one of the things that, that I was also curious about was just um, challenges that came up along the way. Uh, Alex, as there was design going on and as you were going throughout this process, uh, were there any uh, maybe unforeseen challenges or anything that came up uh, that, that tested you as you were in the development phase of this product? Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges that we had and still do have to some degree is uh, not being able to control the, the environment that the panel goes in. So for instance, the network, right? Um, that's very important when we're talking to other devices uh, over the network. There may be a router in somebody's house or other components that, that the network operates on that we have no control of. So you know, we, put, we put a network switch in, in the, the adapt energy panel uh, to try to mitigate some of that so that you can have a physical connection from our system to a battery or other devices. But uh, we realized early on that we really don't have control of the environment as much as we'd like. So we're looking at other ways to to mitigate that, but that was one of the big challenges that we, we discovered early on. Troy, what about you, from, your, from your perspective, as you were you know, uh, involved in this process, what kind of challenges came your way that, that you noticed? Obviously, uh, what Alex brings up makes a lot of sense. You can't control the environment that a product goes into, right? And, and that kind of represents uh, maybe an unknown or a frustrating aspect of things. But, but from your perspective, uh, any challenges that came up along the way that uh, they either surprised you or maybe you knew that they were coming, but, uh, but they were still challenges nonetheless? I think the biggest challenge that that we had to accept 
even before we started the process really was speed. One of the things that Adapt Energy does very, very well, and I think leads leads the charge in the market on this front is the speed at which we're able to turn things on or off, uh, more importantly off, because what you're really doing when you shut down these loads, like the one of the real purposes for this is to make sure that you stay under what a uh, an inverter can handle. When you're off grid or have a grid loss scenario happen, it's the inverter that sort of takes over and whatever the inverter is capable of is what you've got to be careful of, right? So if the inverter can only handle uh, a continuous output of power at 8,000 watts, you have to make sure that you're under that threshold or else it's all going to shut down. The battery is going to shut down. We will only last for another 15 minutes with our built-in UPS and then we're shut down. So the goal, right, is to shut down the loads that you know the battery can't power. And that's sort of step one. Well, some inverters can handle a little bit of extra power for a short period of time before they're going to fall apart on you. And so we looked at it from the standpoint of how fast can we shed load? And I'm thankful to be able to say that what what Alex and the team has developed can shed load for up to 16 breakers at a half a second of recognition of a grid loss. That's really, really fast. And so that one challenge that we sort of took on, knowing that speed was the key, I think was is probably my favorite part about it because we did it. Not only do we 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 were challenging ourselves at a two and a half second. Um, shut off. That's what we were trying to achieve, mm-hmm. but we achieved a half a second. And so that's kind of a big deal. That's a huge deal. Uh, Alex, can you uh, maybe talk us through a little bit more uh, of that process and, and what Troy's discussing? I mean, one of the, the big parts with speed, and we uh, touched a little bit on this with the, the network, uh, we realized that uh, achieving that speed when you're talking to a device over the network is, is really difficult. So we added components inside the adapt energy panel to sense that grid loss and then very quickly turn around and shut those loads off. Um, so you know, that was one of the things that, that early on we discovered in communicating with the device. It may not always be uh, in position to respond and especially respond timely. So we ended up adding extra components to, to the system to deal with that. Hmm. So we, we talked a, a little bit earlier just about the reliability of the product itself, but how did the two of you rely on one another and also on your on your team? I, I know, uh, Troy, you mentioned earlier, smaller company and that sort of thing. So it, it's really a always a team effort and kind of all hands on deck in those sorts of situations. How did you all rely on one another and, and each other's strengths uh, when it came to the development of the Adapt Energy system? Uh, kind of talk me through uh, what each of you did well and how things kind of came together from that perspective. Well, thankfully, we've we've been together a long time. Alex has been with me like getting close to 12 years. Uh, one of the other guys, yeah, 13 years, or, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, that alone allows us to, we know each other, right? We know what we're good at. We know what we we all can focus on and sort of squeeze on as an individual. And so that's that helped a lot. And then couple that with the fact that I'm sort of like the, maybe the visionary, but also the, I love, I love being hands-on. And so I have all this stuff in my house. And so what we do is we, 
I'm the guinea pig, right? So Alex or Eric or Keith or one of the, you know, one of the guys might be working on a component, a piece of software, hardware, whatever. And I'm the guy that then ultimately uh, gets it installed and puts it through its paces. I test it. I try new things. A lot of that's guided by the things that, that Alex tells me to do. You know, let's try this, let's do that. And then we, and then we do it and we get the results. And, and with COVID stuff, it's, it's made it a little more challenging, but we're a pretty tight team. So we kind of know and trust, you know, that, that, you know, we're, we're doing the right things for each other and Alex will come over and we'll play with something or do, do something together sometimes as well. So that's, that's a, it's a small part, but it's, it's a big part when you start looking at these individual things that you want to, to try to achieve. And there's a lot more coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alex literally just uh, uh, worked on a a little software project that was really, really cool to do some load shedding based on uh, battery state of charge. And I'll I'll let him elaborate on that. But that one thing is just an evolution of our foundation. Absolutely. I think one of the to speak to that point, one of the things that makes us a strong team is that we can all dive in and not just have a positive outcome with, with those things, but we can all dive in, understand what's going on, add things to the conversation, ideas, thoughts, that uh, piece of software that we added. You know, there's a, a lot of other things that go into play when, when you develop that, but just the software portion alone, the fact that I can jump in or Eric can jump in or Troy can jump in and do those things makes us a really uh, a really good team. Well, guys, it's been uh, a blast getting to learn a little bit more just about the process of creating the Adapt Energy hardware and what that looked like and everything that went into that and the priority that you placed on reliability. I think it was really, really fascinating to learn more about. Anything you want to say in closing, be it, uh, be it something we've missed up until this point, a summary just of, uh, of our conversation, or, uh, or just anything you want to say about Adapt Energy? Uh, Troy, let me kick it over to you. Anything, uh, anything left before we uh, wrap this one up today? Yeah, yeah, there's one last thing that I think is is exciting. It was when Alex finished the very first sort of the com- the completed panel cuz like you said, like he said earlier, there was a lot of a lot of different variations and different things that we tried. And I'll I'll never forget the day I walked into the office, the panels on the on the bench, there's, you know, our test rig. It's basically a whole bunch of lights connected to each circuit breaker in a load center. And Alex kind of looks over at me and goes, watch this. And he starts banging on this thing. I mean, there's buttons, okay, <laughs> that you can that you can press that turn on and off the breakers, right? So that you can test during the process of your install. And he is just going to town, if you could imagine, as fast as you possibly can with his fingers pressing these buttons and turning these things on and off. And I'm going, holy smokes, man, you did it. You did it. And he's like, yeah, but watch this. And then... <laughs> He starts turning them all on and off at the same time. And that right there was when we knew we had something really, really special because he was in that process of, like he said earlier, trying to break this Mm. thing. And I whipped out my phone immediately and I was like, hold on, man, I got to record this. This is awesome. And so I start recording it and he's pressing the buttons. And and to this day, that's one of my favorite videos uh, that, that we've ever put together. It was in the moment. It was right there. It was real. It was it was raw. It was cool. And maybe, I don't know, we could find a way to attach that to this somehow. Because I think 
that, you know, the old uh, picture's worth a thousand words. Well, this tells that whole story of how we evolved a, a product to be as perfect and reliable as, as it is. That's incredible. That that's awesome. Uh, Alex, what's your memory of that moment? Do you remember? Uh, do you remember that that specific occasion? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've seen the video once after the fact, I think. But uh, yeah, I remember getting to the point where we had things working, and I mocked up a, a complete test rig to to really beat on this thing. And I was excited one for what we had come up with, but two just to see it working and and to see it working that well was was just awesome. So I'll never forget it. Well, that's an incredible story. And I think a, a fantastic bow to put on the end of this episode. So Troy Morgan, Alex Teague from Pantech Design. Guys, thanks so much for uh, for joining me today. Uh, Troy, if people want more information on Adapt Energy, where can they go to, to learn more? Yeah, your best spot is www.pantechdesign.com. Uh, and then you'll click on our energy automation link. And that is all about Adapt Energy and what it does. There you go, everyone. Hit up pantechdesign.com and learn more about Adapt Energy. Thanks again to Troy and Alex for joining me here on the podcast today. And everyone, stay tuned for more episodes coming up soon from the experts at Pantech Design. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.